A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ladies and gentlemen, two men from opposite ends of the physical, cultural, and emotional spectrums, Flats and Shanks. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 11. 11 of our weekly podcast. I'm David Flatman. Tom Shanklin. Hi Tom. Hi right, mate. Hi yeah. Today we're very, very lucky. We are we are in a corporate box at Sandy Park down at Exeter Chiefs and we are joined uh, for the pod by Exeter Chiefs and England winger Jack Knoll. Alright Nolsey. How you doing mate? You alright? Yeah, very good. Very good, good. good. How are you? I'm alright mate. I'm alright after today. Glad we finally got a win. Yeah, so um, those of you that didn't keep up with the Anglo-Welsh Cup this weekend, shame on you. Um, Exeter Chiefs just absolutely battered Cardiff, didn't they, Nolsey? They did, they did. But it was like a team of kids, that Cardiff team. Shanks, did, Shanks, you're from Cardiff, you commentated on BT Sport. How many, <laughs> how many of those lads did you know? First gig. I always joke about pretending I was covering games, but I'm not. I just go and watch them, really. <laughs> it actually was. Um, commentating today. Um, didn't really recognise any of them. There's a couple. Kirby Myhill at Hooker. Signed from the Scarlets last year. James Down, second row, and Reen Williams was. I didn't want you to list them, mate. I just wanted to know. <laughs> they were the only three. Uh, now, Reen Williams. Four, is Reen Williams, a promising young kid, isn't he, from Wales? Very, very promising, mate. He's played last week, um, scored a try or two, I can't quite remember, but he's been in with the Welsh team all week, so he's been holding the tackle shield and getting battered, probably, <laughs> yeah, in defensive draws. But no, they think true. highly of him, and he looked okay today, but it was men against boys, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, Nosey, I mean, I, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I guess when you see me, you always think, you know, pretty well-dressed guy and makes an effort, yeah? Of course, man, um, of course. I look at Shanks today, having done his first, the two gigs for BT Sport today, first and his in last, but he did his BT Sport gig, he's actually worn, a, he's worn a shirt, a tie, a jacket, and he's got a pocket square coming out, like a silk scarf coming out of his jacket pocket. He properly looks the part, doesn't he? He does, he fits in very well down here, I think. Just need a face, don't I? Hey. Yeah, can you have you noticed, Nolsey? I know you're you're naturally kind of like olive skinned. Most of your skin's covered up with ink anyway. We'll talk about <laughs> in a minute. But you know, Shanks is kind of you know he's um, verging on albino. He's uh, <laughs> skin he's, type one. Skin type <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's a, a male IC one. Whatever, but he's um, can you see the fake tan around the neck and beard there? I can. I can a bit, but you know, you have got a ginger beard, boys. 
You have been I, an extra. I have my strawberry blonde hair, but I've got ginger beard, <laughs> so and I'm really looking after myself. I'm eating well. I'm training dirty. Um, <laughs> you know, just having like minimum of eight hours sleep a night. So that's just I'm eight hours, Kip, is it? And you've got really tan neck, feeling fresh, really tan neck and rear ears. Well, I think. Well, I don't. I have a panic attack, but I do sometimes feel short of breath when I think about walking upstairs. Yeah, is that or, the same or thing? If you don't eat within. Yeah, but they eat every fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, at a, when you're at Exeter Chiefs, I mean, I, you know, I, all these grounds have nice food uh, when you're in the when you're in the media. But um, down here, as soon as I get here, because I know Steve-O, your media guy, he comes straight to me and hands me one of the little meal tickets. But he always hands me two. Of course he does. And you of think just I always I, I used to take one and think I'm not going to take two, but I don't want to tell him that because he likes giving me two. And then. Uh, the week after that, I decided to use both of them, and ever since then, I've had two pork baps every time I've come. Do you reckon he takes pity on you? A bit like a bit like your your wife did when you had that accident in bed, and she. We, uh, Shanko, we oh. promised our agent Michelle we weren't going to talk about that. Okay, fine. I had a bit. I had a. I had a bit of an incident in bed recently, Nolsey. But go my. On, go on. Well, no. I, no. All the details. We'll, we'll save. I want to know. Save it. Look, I. Yeah, I mean, people don't want to hear about this at home, and um, I don't. Sorry, man. I didn't realise we weren't allowed to talk about it. And no, you. No, no worries. Okay. Um. I just had a bit of an accident and you know I wasn't very well but I don't go on about it like you know like a lot of people um I'm a pretty pretty tough guy from you know Vietnam and stuff and um I mean I went to Dulwich College and I'm pretty tough from growing up there but whatever so had to be didn't you had to be yeah you gotta be just get the cane the street, street to West <laughs> Dulwich yeah um one of the prefects will cane you so I uh yeah I, I'd had a bit of an accident you don't need to know any more than that but it was really to be serious but um you find out a lot about you know those closest to you in times like that and um I just I just pop for a sometimes I shower at two AM. Sometimes I do that. Got out of bed and pop for a shower and my wife took care of business and You shit yourself. Sorry, I can't. Yeah, you, no, yeah, you, 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 you can say whatever you want. Um Yes, let's, let's leave it there. Thank <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up, Shanks. Um, so, what's on today's show, Dave? What's on today's show? Well, it's Anglo Welsh weekend. We, we we might gloss over that, we might not, depending on time, but basically Sarri's won. Leicester won, Scarlet's beat Bath, brilliant second half performance, Exeter Chiefs absolutely pumped, um, a really, really young Cardiff Blues side, um, so that, that's kind of covered the Anglo-Welsh, yeah, actually, yeah. well um, and really the international was the interesting bit this weekend, we, you know, uh, Italy got hammered by New Zealand, we kind of predicted that, but as we've got an England winger in the house, we'll talk about England, as we've got a Wales centre in the room, we'll talk about Wales. Yeah, we'll, we'll go through, you know, Scotland, Australia, England, South Africa, and Wales, Argentina, and how do people contact us, mate? They contact us, uh, it's my weekly test this, Nolsey, because I never know any of the details, but I do, I'm getting better actually. Yeah, you are. You can tweet us at Flats and Shanks, you can email us at contact at flatsandshanks.com. Website. We, website, flats and, fla <laughs> website, flatsandshanks.com, and Facebook, there's a Facebook, we've got our own Facebook page. Yeah. Must huge. go on Facebook. They're all the same names though. How, yeah, how, how can you not remember con that? A continuity. It's the ats and the contacts and the mail at and all that sort of, I don't know. All right, yeah, all right. We've also got loads of questions because we um, tweeted that you were coming on the show. Thanks for turning up, otherwise we would have been sharp. It's quite right. Um, we have got loads of questions which we will get through. But I've got a couple to start. Just to, I've got a couple of early questions for Nolsey. Okay. I want to go straight in and I want the, the two things I think when I see you, Nolsey, are first of all, the ink. Yep. All right, so... Hannah. Henna. Henna, yeah, it's Fake. all transfers. Of transfers are cute, actually. I spend hours doing that every morning. Yeah, mate. I'm hot glad water, you water. Um, Every time I see you, you've got more, and that isn't oh, that isn't exaggerating, is it? It's not, and the reason why is because I'm always bloody injured. And Nothing I think, else to do. No, as you do, you lose your mind in the end of it. But uh, you know, it gives you a good time when you are you have got your feet up a bit from not playing at the weekends. That you have that time to uh, 
to recover after a, a nice eight hour sitting. So uh, eight hours for a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. How so, how much tattooing do you get done in eight hours? Probably uh, probably in sections. So you can probably get a lower arm done in eight hours. So while you might while someone like Geth and Jenkins would play eight hours of Call of Duty. You'd be in a tattoo parlour just... Oh, yeah. Thinking up. Yeah, if I'm injured. Yeah, okay. But we got Luke Cowan-Dickey. He's... I think he's actually... So, this was Luke Cowan-Dickey's weekend. Finished training on the Saturday. Played Call of Duty on the Xbox till four in the morning, I think. Oh, Watched the McGregor fight. Lucky bastard. Yeah, yeah. Watched him... I think he's, like, a thousandth in the world or something. Out of, like, four million. Is That's he? Good yeah, game. he is a geek. Him yeah, and his brother. Talent. He told our school when we were younger, our primary... No, our secondary school, that he had swine flu for a week. So he could play the new COD. <laughs> Honestly, his That's his his brother plays for Plymouth Albion, Tom Cow Nicky. He came up to his house last week, not with a bag, not with a, just a bag and sleeve toothbrush. He came up with his 40-inch TV under his arm, his Xbox One under the other arm, and probably just a pair of boots because he had a game the next day. And that's it. And they spent all night playing COD together in the same room. It's brilliant. You get a little earpiece or a little Bluetooth, and you can speak little. to people and abuse them and everything. Yeah. It, it's I it's remember, a way of life. Is what I'm it, uh, you won't remember him, Nolsey. A guy called Chris Chesney, who played for Sarries, Toulon, a mate of ours, Shanks. Great bloke. Um, horrible bit of kit, actually. I remember going to his house years ago, and he had this games console. I don't play computer games. Games console, whatever it was. And he had a head. This he had a headpiece on, like a Janet Jackson earphones and that. And he was online, plugged in and online, talking to people. And he was in the same squad. And so it must be Call of Duty, like the first yeah, version yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, he, he was just he was just That's abusing it. people for not being good enough. He was abusing. I was like, "Who are you talking to, Ches?" Anyway, some so and so and you know, bleep bleep bleep. And uh, probably some thirteen-year-old kid. Yeah, exactly. It's a thirteen-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> he, gets a he sends me a screenshot. He gets a letter from I don't know Sony or Nintendo or whoever these people are, saying you have been you've basically been banned for thirty days to think about how you're treating other Brilliant. people. And he was so abusive, he got banned from playing COD. <laughs> so the ink is a passion of yours. It's when you. Your head's gone and you're injured. You got time to kill. What inspires them all? It's pretty bad for me. I've become pretty good friends with the tattooist down there, Matt Butler. So uh, he does. He sends me a few, a few designs now and again. He's like, oh, especially when he hears I'm injured. And he's like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? We'll put this together. He's actually currently doing my dad at the moment as well. Is so, he? Yeah. So he's got Tattoos a few of us. Yeah. 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 yeah sorry. <laughs> Rephrase that. Um, so, what, uh, so you've left. I can see you've left your hands and head and neck safe. Well, at the moment, yeah, I can, you know, put on a suit. Just in case you get MBE'd. And well, you never know, yeah. Yeah, right yeah. Win a World Great. Cup, go and meet the Queen. She don't want tattoos. <laughs> How do you have a tattoo, Alan, until you can, like, train and play? Normally, it should take you about, you know, seven days, ten days before it probably heals and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, of us boys, we tend to be training the next day, trying to hide it from the coaches. The so, um, film and stuff around it, have you? Uh, or oh. just a thermal top now. Okay. When it's oh, 30, yeah, 30, 30 degrees outside and everyone's That's wondering why you've got a coat on. Exactly. And something you're known for um, is the rat's tail. It's still there? Rat's tail, ponytail. Um, it's still there. Good luck charm. Yeah, Whoever you want to name it. I kind it. of have a worry that, like Luke Cowan Dickey, got rid of his uh, mullet. I, w I worry that one day you're going to you know, go a bit conformist and get rid of that. I am thinking about getting rid of it Ballsy. though. I am. Do people pull it? No. No. No one ever seems to respect that. Is no it? one seems to be able to touch it in the game. Yeah, don't know why. Yeah, too quick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But um, no, I'm a bit. We're a bit rugged at the moment. We're actually having a bit of a private joke in the club. Uh, me again, Luke Houndicky and Matt Jess are all in rehab. Yeah. We are slowly losing our minds. So we thought that we because you're all injured. Yep, we're all injured. Renamed it as the uh, 
the new scene, the new program Castaway. Well, not the new program, the old Tom Hanks one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're the new fellas on it. So uh, we've all got volleyballs with the Wilson face <laughs> on. <laughs> we all call each other Wilson. We've asked politely for the other players to call us Wilson. Um, and we've all made a little pack that we're none of us allowed to cut our hair or beards until all three of us are back fit. And oh, unfortunately, that's Matt Jess at four months' time. Oh. Yeah, so oh. he's uh, ruptured a ligament under his toes for four months down the you line. Could a, you could have a haircut like coming to America. Oh, I'm going to look, I'm gonna look hanging, mate. Yeah. You will look hanging. Seriously. The thing is, though, like, at least with Dickie, he kind of, he's a hooker he and, he's, and he's yeah. had a mullet for years and mm. he's got cauliflowers and he's hanging anyway. Yeah, I can't even grow hair on my cheeks. Like, like if you yeah. grew your hair, like it, it would look all right and you could, you could style it. Imagine us. Like, oh, just I'd love to back. see it. Do you want to join us? Like four, months. Napkins, four months. Four months. No, Wilson, no man. Wilson, I'm, I'm no. Way too vain no. For that. Right, way right. too vain. Yeah, hence the, <laughs> hence the fake tan. Hence the fake tan. <laughs> Shall we start off? I suppose with the England game. Yeah, let's. Yeah, um, let's. We got we got an England winger here, Tom. So for those who don't know, um, 37-21 to England against South Africa. Fairly easy in the end. What were you? What did you think of the game? What were your thoughts? Were you inspired? I <laughs> was a little bit inspired, maybe. Um, you know, it was uh, it was important for us to obviously get another win. You know, it was games out in Australia, they were important for us as well, but everyone's now talking about this year, and so are we, to be honest. Straight after Australia, all we were concentrating on South Africa, um, and that was the first game that we had to knock off. And, you know, we played very well. Like we mentioned before, Ben Youngs has obviously carved up, yeah. showing those dummies a few times, not not only once but twice, and then obviously getting tries at the end of it from four and a foul was class. Um, but you know, the South African defence, I thought, struggled a little bit, to be honest. Um, you know, internationals, you can't let alone let one try through or something like that, but then two is uh, is probably a bit of a slap on the wrist. But no, no, we played in the right areas of the pitch. I think George Ford kicked well. Um, I think Chris Robshaw obviously played well at the, at, from the front, mm. um, a bit like what he used to be playing like. Um, so no, it was a big, it was a big game for us, but it was a must-win as well to kick us on for the rest of this year. They sort of looked, South Africa looked like they were going to bit of an upset, I think, to England right at the start when they broke through a couple of times. They broke yeah. through like a, a drive. Pat Lambie's ball. smiling as he kicks points. You think they look yeah. relaxed? Pressures off. Yeah, yeah didn't work. Were you at the game flats? No, I wasn't. Um, I was. Um, uh, what I could say is I was covering it for media. Uh, Tom lies about being with the media all the time when he just gets free tickets and sits <laughs> in the stands and pays for his own coffee. Uh, no, I actually believe it or not, um, I put my family first and took a day off, which is pretty unusual for me. Yeah, I didn't get off any work, but um, no, I had I had some stuff going on at Twickenham, which uh, in the end got kind of called off and postponed and delayed, and it all got complicated. So they said, "Why don't you have a day off and enjoy it at home?" So yeah, I, I had two took advantage. My, my, my two kids climbing all over me and um, didn't hear a word of it. But how, it looked good. How good was Joe Lawsbury? Very, very good. Very, yes. very good. Yeah, and it's kind of it's not. It's not a surprise that he was very good. Um, he's he's kind of in that unenviable position that when he got a knock, he was first choice for England. And when he's you know, while he's injured, the guys who come in, Cruz and Itoji absolutely dominate and kind of become world class in about a game and a half. Um, all he needed was a shot. He is he is a brilliant player, Launchbury, and he he's so good that you think at some point they're going to find a way of including Launchbury, Cruz, and Itoji in the same team against the right sides. I mean they're. They're, they're all they're all so effective. If you look at the back right, if you look at nine, ten, twelve, they're just nailed on now. I think completely nailed on. They're mm-hmm. your, your first choice, and you can just build a team around that. So it doesn't matter really who you play at thirteens, fourteens, fifteens. I think when you've got that that access, you can play however you want. Um, saying that because Elliot Daly had his first cap, mm. uh, well first start, I should say, um, over John and Joseph. Mm. 
Um, you've played against Elliot a fair bit. Have you played with him at all? Um, through age groups, yeah. rarely. Yeah, through. I was again. I was injured. Shock. Um, <coughs> he's a different type of player. Isn't he, he is. He is. He's. Uh, if we got, you look at him. He's a bit like a Thomas Waldron. Like this. It's like mm. to say you. You look at him. You're like, yeah. You know, he's he's a big boy. He could be a big player. But you know, when he puts his toe down, he's quick. He's, yeah, he he's very quick. He's probably one of the quickest in the team, to be honest. Um, and he also always brings that that side of his game. He's kicking. You know, we all saw that kick from in our own half wherever it was at the weekend he's he's class like that he will nail them for anywhere and he will make it look so easy which mm. is which I'm a bit jealous about to be honest but um, you know he is quick that outside break again he didn't get to show it as much you do he got shut down from, from the South Africa defence now and again but you know again he's he's a lot like Joseph on that outside break um, and he's yeah he's a good all round player to be honest Well I'm, I'm interested to know when it seemed likely that Eddie Jones was going to start with uh, Ford at 10 and Farrell at 12 in the beginning sort of what was it 9 and 10 games ago whatever it is 9 games ago there was a lot of ums and ahs in sort of people was, like me yeah. that think we know it all and all that, and it has worked absolutely brilliantly. Yeah. And George, George, realistically, or in my view anyway, I won't ask you to say so, has probably isn't on the form he was in a season and a half ago with Bath, but he's still a shoe in for the England team, absolute shoe in because he works so well with Farrell and he's a brilliant player in his own right. But playing a couple of stages, steps outside them, what's kind of What's the what's their vibe? Are they very very loud, dominant players? Are they kind of super easy, chilled communicators? You know, what what are they like to play outside? I think they're, they're very loud. They're, I think they're they're the guys that you know run the whole team. Um, you know, you got Farrell there to take the pressure off Ford, and you got Ford there to take the pressure off Farrell. You know, it's, we do it a lot here at Exeter. We've got obviously Steenson and Slade playing, and. You know, when one of them's down, well, if normal teams, if you're, well, they're ten down in the ruck, you know, you, sometimes teams you can see them struggle. You can mm. see right where we're going, where we're not being put in position. But where if you have two tens on the field essentially, then they're always there's always going to be someone there to help the team, to put people in positions, to you know direct you around. And that's why I think we put our success down last year, extra with Dan Stino and Slade mm. as well. Because when you've got them both on the field at the same time, it, it makes so, it makes it so much easier for people like me, the wingers, fullbacks, um, and so yeah, to have Ford and Farrell there as well. You know, they're always controlling Marlon Yard, Johnny May, they're putting those boys in the right positions to, to, to show them what they got. And Shanks, I know having spoken to you, you uh, played a lot with Wales and whenever you see Wales play now, you really want Wales to win, but you desperately, desperately want whoever's playing in your position to have a shocker. That's right, that's right, what you said, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so on that, Nolsey, I think you watch England play and of course you're an Englishman so you want England to win, but do you watch Johnny May and Marlon Yard and want them to do well or is they just you know you can you can be honest with us mate no, don't worry no one you want tries to be scored in their corners don't you you want to <laughs> yeah. but the team to do well and win still certainly not mate certainly not I want us to do well I want every single player on the pitch you to do well you want your 22k a game that's what you, <laughs> <laughs> you want that 22g oh. I'm so bitter about that Shank, oh. yeah, it takes Shanks a month to earn that it's not about that <laughs> right on to the next game Shanks yes uh, Wales Against Argentina, can I just um, no. start yes. this by saying it was unbelievably dull? Well, can I game, say that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't the greatest of games, but as a Welshman and as a Welsh public and a, and a Welsh player, it didn't matter. It was so important they won that game. Otherwise, it would have been catastrophe. They might have just scrapped the Welsh national rugby team after that um, mm. because they were so heavily beaten the week before against Australia. But they did what they needed to do. Um, they come away with a result that was the most important thing Argentina are a good team um, we've seen them progress in the rugby championships um, the selections justified themselves as well because obviously um, the human jaw that is Jamie Roberts was dropped he's mm. not got a head it's purely a jaw with eyes mm. on it and a nose and a little bit of hair 
very little now. Mm. But I heard he's going to get his hair done like Goody, mm. like well Andy Good and Henry Thomas and uh, Thomas Waldrum. Yeah, it needs it needs to do it soon because he's just giving me so much ammo at the moment. When he went mm. a little bit hot and sweaty, that biscuit is just really showing. Alan Wynne Jones actually yeah. he. Alan Wynne Jones thinks he doesn't need his hair done because he's six foot six, but cameras pick it up, mate. And when you're doing that much work on the floor, you're visible. You know, it's visible. You've got Buffalo his... Bill used to call him from Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. It puts the lotion on its skin. Yeah. You're a lady. Um, but, uh, but you know, Scott Williams, I think, um, did pretty decent at twelve, and Liam Williams on the wing need him in the game as much as possible. I would go to the point to say that I'd pit him at fifteen, put Lee Halfpenny on the wing. He needs to be involved in the game that much because he's different to everyone else. Yeah, have you played much against Liam Williams? I have, you? yeah, a few times. Yeah. How did you find it? I think he's tough. He's very deceiving, isn't he? Just mm. that mm. that try, what the nearly try he scored in the corner, where he's handed off one player, stepped through another player, and almost put it in the corner. Yesterday like, is, is you wouldn't think that when you look at him. He's but the boniest bloke, and if there's a, if there's a bloke with more wiry legs in world rugby, I want to know about it because mm. he doesn't weigh much. You know, he's probably fourteen stone or, or so, but just pure muscle yeah and bone lots of bone <laughs> ligaments I mean it's not pure muscle that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah well whatever I don't even know what hair I said. everywhere eyeballs but anyway it was a pretty dull game uh, Wales got the job done would the Welsh would the Welsh lads be out celebrating that or would that be um, sort of heads down on to next week or is it is it kind of is it what I'm, what I'm asking is is it a bit like the old days where there'll be a pocket of lads out celebrating that in Tiger Tiger is that still open in Cardiff the single ones yeah, obviously. Yeah, they're probably, yeah, well, you know, there's, there is Tinder available now, so you don't always have to go out to pull. And Grinder. You know? Yeah, Grinder. <laughs> yeah, there is. There is there, yeah, there is. So, uh, I, I don't know is the answer if they were allowed out. I wouldn't have thought they would because there's still be a lot of pressure on them. They've obviously got Japan and South Africa coming up, but yeah, it was, it was a job done for them. They have to move on. Try and forget about it. Should we um, move on as well? Yeah. I'm falling asleep thinking about that game, to be honest. <laughs> okay, so yeah, moving on. So we had Scotland, Australia. What a game that was. That was, mm. for me, the, the game of the weekend because it's so close. Yeah. And Australia won 23 22. So mm. one point. I'm a bit it. gutted about that because Australia are a properly good team. I'm yeah. not because it makes Wales' defeat look better. Oh, it's true, you know, actually. If, 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 that, if Scotland had beaten Australia, then it would be not. Oh, that's true, Even actually. the bloody Scots can do it. Uh, Noles, have um, you watched Australia the last couple of weeks and thought they looked maybe just like they looked in the summer to you or they looked loads better? Mate, I haven't watched any rugby. I'm oh, good. Like that. that's, absolutely, <laughs> that's absolutely fine because I've got another question I want to ask about Australia which is nothing to do with this good, series, good. right? So, in the summer, yep. you are first choice for England, definite first choice. Right, and second two games. Yeah, but well, you went on tour as first choice, and then you don't play in the first game, and everyone's saying he's having a week off, he's having a bit of a rest, or he's dropped, or what? What actually happened there? Why weren't you playing in that first test? Um, so I injured my thumb in the semi-finals here against Wasps. Yeah. Um, got back to the halfway line. We, I think we just scored, and I was like, right, oh, quickly, physio, can you strap it off me? Um, I think I've buttered my thumb. So yeah, not a problem. Did it after. They've tested my thumb, and you see the state of it now. It's absolutely yeah. For the, for the record, guys, it's uh, it looks Not like nice, a, it? it's like a cricket ball with a big seam on yeah. it. Yeah, and, and two. Yeah. So they've tested my thumb. It's gone all the way down to my wrist. They've tested it the other way. It's come up into the middle of my hand, um, and they they're saying yeah, it's it's pretty buggered, mate. Like you've probably got no ligaments in there. Hopefully the bone's still attached, but um, 
well, it's up to you. You got a final next week. What do you do? So uh, had a few magic pills, strapped it up, kept it pretty sturdy. Got all legal, all legal. Of course, of course. A few paracetamol. Got through that, um, and then I was in that position where I was a year before in the New Zealand, or two years before in the New Zealand tour. Do I stay for an operation which I need desperately, or do I try and get on a tour? Which unfortunately I missed the New Zealand one, so I thought, you know, I've done two one, well one game of it strapped up. I reckon I could try and do three more. Um, took a knock in the in the final on my back, my lower lower back. Um, basically, my ass had a bit of a dead leg. And you know, like Eddie's pretty ruthless, said you haven't come into camp at 100%. We can tell this during training. Um, so yeah, you're not starting. So I had thumb strapped to the max, and uh, again a lot of numb and cream in my lower back. Did it, um, who knew about that thumb? When you arrived in Australia, no one. I kept it very, very quiet. Excellent. I kept it to That's myself. what I'm getting at. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get on that plane, plane, I kind of got there and I said, "Oh, Doc, you might want to check my thumb out, mate. It's a bit sore." You know, I heard it. In, heard it on the flight. On the flight. <laughs> Duty free. <laughs> no, no. They, they, they knew. They, they knew I could have got through the three, the, the three games. Um, yeah, and it was just about getting it up done when I got back. Yeah, so Eddie didn't mind that. He wasn't. He wasn't worried about. No, no. He said, "Well, I think his words were, it's only a thumb.' So, can, <laughs> yeah, you, have, can you have a good laugh with Eddie Jones? You can. Yeah, yeah. I he's think got a sense of humour as well. I think you can tell that through the media and yeah. you know what he's like with, with some of the stupid questions yeah. before where you know you try and beat around the bush with it a bit. But whereas he's he's pretty to the point and pretty relaxed. And have you seen him going mental? Yeah. Not yet. No. Not yet. You know he's been close a few times when you know our performances or our training hasn't been up to standard and yeah. um, where he wants it. But you know at the end of the day you're winning. So how does can he you have get his angry? favourites in the group? Because I always think with coaches they've got a couple of favourites. They always have a chat with them, a joke with them. The rest of us they just ignore. I them. think him and James Haskell have a very special relationship. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. He gives it just as much he gets in the banter sort of way. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah, I've always yeah. thought Haskell would do whatever it takes to get in that team. Right. <laughs> 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 no, they're good. They're good to sit back and watch them take the mick out of each other. So uh, yeah, it's good when Eddie gets on Hask's back. Um, Scotland started off really well. Yes. Hugh Jones. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Born in Edinburgh, playing for the Stormers. Yeah. Comes back into the into the team and, and scores two tries. Yeah, dominator. He's I in. know. National hero. I couldn't believe it. I think he got capped. I think he got capped against Japan on their uh, end of season tour. But this was his first start, and he did a pretty good job. Mm, really good. I was I was gutted Scotland didn't win. Actually, I know you weren't. I was gutted they didn't. I, cause I've I've thought for a while under under Vern Cotter they've actually played some really good rugby. They just haven't won many games, and you can argue well, what's the point in playing good rugby then? And that is a fair argument. But I watched them a lot live and thought. This is a much better team than the results are telling us. They just don't seem to have that killer power and those killer strike players to almost finish it off. But I've always I've thought they're a better team for the last two years than yeah. You might say that. You always. I've said that nine times now. But what I, what I'd say is over the last couple of years I've thought they're a better team than yeah. Well, they were um, they were obviously behind. You know, Australia always going to come back, and I think they're down to fourteen men. Australia were, and it's just one missed tackle from Peter Horn. Let's Kundrani through. Scores yeah. a try. They just can't finish off. They had a lot of, they had, you know, 11, 12 phases at the end there, but just couldn't break um, the Australian defence. Hey, that's small margins, isn't it, Tommy, at this level, mate? It is. The game's moved on, mate. It is. It is. Um, and also, you've got France being um, Samoa, and, you know, Flats, you watched that French game. Um, how good were France? Yeah, no real surprises. What, just a bit, it's a bit. Uh, you know, it's not nice to see. It's not nice to see. Who stood out for you in the like, French? I think for me, Louis Picamol. <laughs> Louis, Louis Picamol stood out. Oh, um, Philippe Sellet was amazing. <laughs> John Jean Luc Sadonnet was yeah. uh, amazing, oh. and um, 
Yeah, well, Ch Shanks is doing this because he knows full well that I haven't watched the game. <laughs> <laughs> right, no. uh, uh, busy um, weekend, you know, yeah, busy no, weekend. No, no, no. Fr France amateur Samoa, well done. I, I just saw Pika Moles was playing because I picture of him in the paper with a massive wedgie and I thought, look at the size of that arse, it's unbelievable. Right. Island, Island beat Canada, but that yeah. was going to was gonna happen anyway. That was always going to happen. The big one is now, this weekend coming, when Ireland got New Zealand back in a... Dublin. Yeah, I know. I know. Did you watch the game when Ireland beat New Zealand, Nolsey? No, you haven't watched any rugby. No, I haven't tattoos, watched it. Right? Did you know they beat? New I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think knew everyone knew they did. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was absolutely amazing, yeah. and they didn't do it on like passion and you know luck of the Irish. None of they were just really, really good. They yeah. were just way better than New Zealand. Yeah. They put forty points on them. But it's kind of there's just this inevitability that New Zealand are going to go to Dublin and roll them over, and even if Ireland get close, hang on, our, our beers are arriving. Thank you very much. No, gla nice. no glasses there, just in case. Oh, plastic glass in case we kick yeah. off, is it? Would you be able to take a picture of Shanks us? Thank you yeah. very much. Of us as well. Thank you. Do a picture live. Are you do a picture live. Yeah, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. This is nice, oh, isn't it? Hold on, let me get this around here. Oh, right, you come around here. Don't spill it on my back, Shanks. We need to try get a three in the middle of the picture. Okay. Yeah, so our agent said that our heads need to be right in the middle of the frame, otherwise they don't fit. What about the light in there? It's quite shiny. No, quite shiny, good. she said. Yeah, that's good. I don't worry, he's got his hat on, don't worry. He's <laughs> right, got his ADD leverage cap on. We can't talk with you all smiling. Good. It looks good. <laughs> hey, thanks very much. That's okay. Dandruff should be gone. <laughs> What's your name? Sully. Sully, thanks very much, Sully. Right, I'm Flats, this is Shanks. You probably know Jack. Yeah. We're very grateful Thank for our so. beers and for yeah. our photo. No Perfect. Flats will buy them later, yeah? Yeah, I'll get, I'll get those later. I'll put on a company card, yeah? <laughs> I haven't got a company, but thanks a lot. <laughs> no Thank, Thank you. you. That photo's such a shame. Why? What's wrong with it? I just look like... <laughs> just look like the guy you've taken out for the day. <laughs> you kind of, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do look like that. Oh, well. um, this is nice, isn't it? I mean, I'm presuming... Nolsey, I'm presuming... Um, these are free. These are free beers. Yeah, of course. Courtesy of Tony Rowe. To Tony Rowe, what a boy! I tell you what, standing by the touchline, you guys winning today. Um, I watched Tony Rowe come down, and I've yeah, played at a few clubs, two different clubs, with under a few different owners, and I've not seen in a relationship like that between owner and players. Yeah, like I saw with Tony today. He comes down, his arms. I mean, okay, you've won. Arms around the boys having a great laugh, boys are ripping into him a little bit, one yeah. of them took the nick out of his jacket saying it didn't yeah. fit and yeah. his seeds are too long, yeah. whose jacket is that Baxter's jacket, you know. Right, whoever stuff. said that won't be here on Monday morning. Yeah, they're so, gone. Yeah. No, he, no he, he had them killed, they're dead. Um, <laughs> when I, when I, I, I came to a dinner here at the beginning of the season, didn't I, and it was yeah. kind of really, really We were on the same fun. table, weren't we? I was, yeah, on the same table, Carbon, sat, with, sat with Tony Rose, sat with a boss, I was standard, and... Um, didn't get me a beer mine. But then, so we had a really nice <laughs> yeah. night. But what I noticed was all the players that walked past the table are slapping Tony Rowe on the back. They're saying hello. It's all really, okay, they were pissed. Especially Luke Cowan Dickey had tied around his head at nine o'clock. But it was just a brilliant vibe. And he was, bought that picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He got he got really pissed and bid he bid 700 quid for a signed picture of Henry Slade. No, of me. Oh, he was it. Yeah. And I tried saving him and then he outbid himself for another 50 quid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was Absolute smashing. idiot. They let him go, charity. But it just, I love that. You know, so you obviously get on very well with Tony Rowe, yeah. guys. Yeah, I mean, no, we do. He, he's uh, obviously the guys have a lot of respect for him. He, you know, the amount he has put into this club from the days at the county ground to, to where we are today, um, and especially the plans that are, are going ahead next next year, the year after with the stadium. But um, you know, he is he's he's always down amongst the boys. You know, like you, like you saw then after every single game, he's in the change room with us. 
um, you know, a few beers around, being passed around with the boys. Um, he's always the first person to congratulate someone on a, an achievement. So last week, obviously, Stino getting a certain amount of points in the Premiership or in his career, and he was out there ready to give him a, a trophy and things like that. But mm. um, I think, you know, it's a special place down here, and I think it does come from him. You know, his relationship with Rob is very special as well, and and that passes down onto his, Rob's relationship with us. So it's it's just that feeling of being looked after, knowing that you're, you know, you're a decent from, club. From mm. the outside, it always looks like you got Tino just um, just gets on unbelievably well. You have like a huge amount of respect, yeah. um, and that shows you know on the field you've got success and off the field as well. Because you see some stuff on social media. I've seen people hitting other people with dead fish in the face. Yeah, I, I uh, think I recorded that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some I'm always in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> Your family probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also like your try celebrations as well. Yeah, a lot of questions. Who, who thought of that try celebration? Uh, because it's well. First of all, tell us what it is. For those who don't know, and I would have loved this. It's um, all for charity. It's just a little. It's just a little rub in, on the front bottom area of a bloke, isn't it? Yeah, the gentleman garden gets a good bit of attention, doesn't it? Yeah, someone scores a try. It's uh, you know a cocktail here and there never goes amiss. Um, Dead right. Okay. It is for you know all raising awareness for charity, and we do put money towards it and, and give money. But um, you know, for us, it's more about celebrating together. We do try and get fifteen of the boys. I think you should, would probably have noticed that. You know, when someone does score a try, there's no one back on the halfway line by themselves. There is no. probably 15 people in the try line celebrating him, or at least before you get to 22. There was a few occasions when Tom Aldrin first joined that he would turn around and go back to the halfway line, probably for a, a biscuit and a sip of water and a 10-minute yeah. yeah. break. But yeah, well, he got called out a few times, well, four or five times in meetings. We're saying, look, there's 14 of you guys are celebrating together here, and there's one person back on the try line oh, uh, yeah. in the halfway line. Yeah, so he's learned his lessons. Um, but, you know, I think that's that's how it feels as as it's seen. You know, yeah. we the reason we do go out there and play is for each other. Um, you know, we do enjoy it down here. You know, we're a bit out of the way from everyone else, but um, you know, it's it's different. Everyone adds something to the squad, and everything. Everyone brings something. You got old fellas like Kai Horseman, who's thinking he's nearly fifty now, but mm. you know, he's most important as you know Joe Simmons that played today at nineteen yeah. twenty. So uh, there's been um, there's been three of my mates who've come down here. Four four from Cardiff, but three that I know pretty well, like Kerry Sweeney. The old space invader, Kerry yeah. Sweeney. Yeah? <laughs> Take your, your oh space. god, he was basically breathing all my air when I speak to him. I can't. Oh, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> I hate that. He gets Class, all the as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Tom James, old Fenby. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Ben White as well. Ben White, yeah, yeah. yeah he came, obviously, he's still here. Oh, yeah. Ben Shite. Yeah. Ben Shite. Not to his face, obviously. <laughs> oh, well, we called it to his face. <laughs> but uh, like when he first came to Blues, I thought, right, this guy's never played rugby before, but he's just like very aggressive yeah. and uber keen. But yeah. he, is, he is good value as well. He is, he's he? fast. Ben he's White. He's a wild yeah. one. Yeah, he is. Him yeah. and him and Salvi together are, are special breeds. But I think there's still oh, that yeah. video going around from a Cardiff where he tried to drop goal or something. Did it, ben White. But I'm not sure. Didn't it spill out of the back of a ruck and he tried slotting a drop goal? Okay. Or, oh, terribly. I think he dropped it and completely <laughs> missed the ball. He, he but. never <laughs> forgive me for giving him a dirty Sanchez back on the team social. What's a dirty Sanchez? I'll show, that don't I'll show you later. Uh, <laughs> make sure I'm gone by it's basically, it's basically like Russian poulette. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe Russian poulette. Is that the reason he's missing a two? So, um, <laughs> the two? Tony Sanchez is when you finger goes up your ass and you wipe it under someone's oh, face. <laughs> oh, Russian poulette is good and I hope a lot of you listeners now will play this game. It's when one of your hands goes down the back of your trousers or both yeah. hands go down Even the when back. it goes down there. <laughs> Mine don't go down right, right. Both hands go down the back of your trousers. One finger goes up there. Up the sphincter. And then 
you can't show anyone. And then you pull your hands out, lay them out, the fingers spread, and, and the person's got to take it in turns to lick a finger. Oh, no! No! Uh, you can't smell it, you just have to lick it straight away. All your fingers are spread. And that's the Russian poulette. Why would you do that? And Ben White lost. That's outstanding. Uh, Why would you do that? For laugh. Morale, team morale, bonded. <laughs> Try celebration. Jesus Christ. You've got to be the dealer, though. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be the, the poopy, eh? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, make sure you uh, tweet and let us know if you have a game of that. Yeah, I mean, picture's working. Um, and also, <laughs> make sure make sure you review as well you know, on, on iTunes. Give, oh, us, yeah. give us reviews. Make sure they're good. Yeah, apparently we have to, um, when you have a an, an, uh, podcast, you have to, about so we have an iPod. When you have a podcast, you have to say, to your listeners, to both of your listeners, can you please uh, review us on iTunes? Do it. Um, but don't do it if it's going to be anything other than like four or five stars, because we'll find you, all right? And Shanks are good with computers and we'll find you, all right? You yeah. are, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Very, very good. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, so we actually tweeted that you were coming on the show. So we got loads. I of did questions. retweet. Brilliant. Yeah, I did retweet. Perfect. Yeah. That's great. That's Ten minutes one. before I go in. We'll have to start <laughs> off with a serious one. This is from Ricky Jones, and he said, "Are Cornish people really as weird as they seem? Are you weird? You weird bunch? We are very strange. Yeah. Yes. Very different, and I think but in a good way. In a good way. Very good way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're loving, caring, like, he loyal. Be a weirdo, but you know, that's affectionate, isn't it? Yeah. Banter." Yeah, I, I'm a, yeah I, I spend a bit of time in Cornwall, not as much as you, but I've, I find that there are few more welcoming places to go and spend a bit of time. Unless you I bump into it. Luke Cowan-Dickey. Yeah, but you bump into Luke Cowan-Dickey, you either end up drunk or with teeth knocked out. You never Very know quite true. which, do you? Very true. I actually heard that Luke Cowan-Dickey's brother was, I mean, Luke is a, he's your mate, so I'm not talking about too much. Yep. He is a prodigious talent. Like, he's a special player. If he can stay fit, he's going to play for England a lot and all that stuff. But I heard his brother was every bit as good, just kind of crazy and loose. Is that about right? Yeah, I think, yeah, no, when we were younger, they were 
you know Tom was very good probably just as good Thank as you. Luke oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but you know Tom Tom's down now playing at Plymouth Albion he was up here for a bit but you know he he was someone that was probably too chilled out and uh, too relaxed to to probably doing what Luke's doing now um, I remember sometimes used to walk down to the to the academy house and he'd be uh, in his bed playing PlayStation or Xbox whatever they were doing instead of training and things like that and because he's pulled a sickie and uh, and different things like that but no he is a very good player still playing now but uh, he's got too much Cornish in him yeah too much Cornish too laid back so yeah they're, they're, they're weird but they're laid back weird. we've got another one here from Yolo James um, it says pretty generic question who's the best winger you've played against um, I don't know that's a tough one uh, you're on the spot now mate I don't, I don't, don't really any remember don't say any of your mates what going to um, um Surveyor? No, I've never played against New Zealand or Surveyor. No. no one yet then. Um, no one any good. No one, so we'll come back to it. Everyone's very good who we play against. Mate, we'll come back to we'll that. We'll come back to it. We've got one on the email here from Joel Lawton. Um, Joel, by the way, we, we try and keep our questions to 800 words if we can, mate, because it's a podcast. Um, this isn't a reading. Hi, guys. Yada, yada, yada. He was on, basically, Joel, seems like a very nice man, was on a night out in Dublin a few years ago after Bath had been battered uh, by Leinster I was in that Bath team and it just so happened we were on the lash with the not with in the same bar as the West Ham team after that game and we walked in and thought oh no the football lads are in and they were absolute quality they were absolute quality and he said are any of the boys stand out those are the best lads who yeah, were the best lads yeah. in that team and I remember having a being at the bar and someone's saying, you boys having a pint? And you sort of look around and it's Colton Cole. <laughs> and they said, yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have a pint, Coley. He's like, sorry, have we met? Oh, sorry, no, because you're on telly, you were best mates. He starts going on about it and then he says something like, um, someone comes over and says, Colton, you know, mate, gives, gives him a bit of a dig about earning loads of money and how much he earns. He's a million pound per goal and million pound a goal. And then says, oh, no, I've got my ratio ain't the worst. And then Papa Booba Diop, right? I said, who's <laughs> someone shouting over there? Coley, too rich, too rich. And I said, who's that? He said, it's Papa Booba Diop. And he said, I'm the man in the club. And Papa Rudeau said, I'm the man in the club. I'm the man in these streets. And Colton Cole shouted, no, you ain't, Papa. No, you ain't. It was just like, where are we, mate? Where are we? I ended up wearing, uh, I think it was Colton Cole's. Um, I had my mate, uh, Ronnie Finch, who's a mate I was out there with. I had his leather Finchy. Finchy. He's not a big Finch guy, dog. but I had his leather jacket on all night. No. <laughs> and I remember by about 11 o'clock, I, uh, Carlton Cole had these really nice suede boots. Uh, they became mine by about 11 I took those from him and I've still got them actually do you remember nice. um, on your stag do we saw Peter Crouch didn't we Crouchy we were yeah. going Crouchy give us a wave Crouchy, Crouchy. Crouchy. <laughs> <laughs> and he bought us a drink in the end <laughs> yeah we got we got him a dirty heart we got Peter Crouch a dirty, he was there with his girlfriend what's her name Abby Clancy Abby I think Clancy. that's her name Abby Clancy which caps yeah. quick super 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 gorgeous like you know she's going to be gorgeous you meet her and like you go all funny right um, anyway he was in the VIP area just those two on their own there was no one else in there it was really bizarre we took him over a dirty half pint, basically half a pint of spirits. It was absolutely grim. Got a couple of peanuts in there. And we said, there you go, Crouch, that's on us, mate. And he walked over and chopped it. Next lads. Yeah, and one of the lads is having a really bad time. <laughs> he, looked over, he looked over. He said, I think, I think your mate's not very well. And um, yeah, he got told, yeah, he basically ended up with one of the lads nearly being sick on him, which wasn't cool. When he left, he thought we were all really good lads. And as he left, Shanks went, Shanks went, see you later, Crouchinator. He was like, oh, <laughs> Shanks, ruined it, mate. He absolutely ruined it. Oh, That's mates for life, that. We, uh, how much longer does Nosey have to keep the rat's tail for? We've sort of gone through that. And we, what day is bin day? Do you know that? 
No, I don't have a clue what they've been doing. Mm. The people put out for you, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Flats, anything coming from your end? Um, got one from um, Craig Yandel. Um, it was yeah. about the nickname, actually. We had a competition about nicknames last year. But um, so this isn't a this isn't a question. It's more of an observation. My favourite nickname is one for Chris Chesney. Um, but as we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, we all know as many nicknames. The one that sticks out is the one he picked up back when he was being thought of as the next English Jonah Lomu and they swapped him from the wing, the second row to the wing at Bristol and he got the fans nicknamed the Milk Flokes. It took him so long to get going. Yeah. <laughs> there he, he would have been the worst. Brilliant. There, there, was a good, there was a good nickname we got tweeted in um, last week. It, was, it actually wasn't even a nickname, it was just a name of a bloke and his surname was Twilly, first name was Ben. Right. Ben Twilly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. unfortunate. Yeah. Old uh, Tom James that we mentioned earlier as yeah. well picked up a good nickname here. It was Femby. What's that then? So um, obviously Femby that was at London Irish last year as well. He yeah. uh, we were in a meeting, a very serious preview meeting. Yeah. Um, Tom James is in the back corner, you know, probably never listening like he always does, and he sat up there looking at the ceiling, and uh, he just starts talking to himself, saying. Femby, 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 Femby. <laughs> and the coach stops talking, we all stop talking, we all look around at each other and just see Femby in the corner of the room looking up at the ceiling still. And we're like, are you right, mate, or what? Like, what's going on? So then for now, we called him Femby and we still call him it now. What happened to him? Oh, he must have just gone somewhere for five minutes or so. Nodded off kind of yeah. thing. Had a little yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Really? Brilliant. <laughs> How weird is that? Tough bloke as well. Yeah, yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah. We said it to him with a smile and never aggressively. Because, yeah. uh, his, his brother's a boxer, his old man's like the coach. He sent videos, show us videos of him punching a bag and stuff. And Yeah. yeah. Hard bloke is he? Well, yeah. He's a good lad there. Yeah, he's mm. great bloke. Oh, we should mention Stuart HS. Um, Hang who, on, and before you do Stuart HS, yeah. Tom James isn't as hard as Gareth Delve. Okay. Have you ever heard about Gareth Delve and his brothers? No. Well, Gareth Delve, do you remember Gareth Delve, Nolsey? Um, he played for Wales, played for Bath, went to Australia as well. Yeah. And big old unit. Melbourne Rebels, he was at Melbourne Rebels. He got injured a lot. He was a hell of a player, real powerful. And his dad was a doorman in Cardiff. And his brother, Leroy, was a doorman in Cardiff. Is that his name, Leroy? Yeah, Leroy. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> you did, yeah. His brother, Leroy, was a, and his, bro- his other brother was a Marine and a doorman oh, or something God. like that. But there's this story about. Um, Delvey, Gareth and Leroy Delve going out for a few beers one night and coming down the road, Park Street in Bristol and seeing Alex Crockett who used to be the bath yeah. captain centre and just... The Rocket. The Rocket, Bath Rocket, Roxy, absolutely. <laughs> it, just an awesome human being, great human being. What happened bloke. to him? He had, well, yeah, all right, don't go on about it. He, <laughs> he, um, he had a, yeah, he kind of, his career at Bath ended a bit ignominiously, but yeah. great human being, very popular at Bath and um, imperfect like the rest of us, but um, very, very hard bloke but very peaceful, you know, but if anyone ever stepped out of line, Crocs is the sort of bloke that doesn't matter how big you are. Sort you out. Like he filled in Stan Collymore in Burger King in Dublin. <laughs> Stan Collymore took a swing at uh, Robbie Fleck when he was on crutches, allegedly, and then Crocs filled him in over the ketchup counter. But Crocs um, helped someone out in a bit of a, who was getting hurt in the street or something. Yeah. And these blokes all started leathering Crocs. And Delvey, Delvey and his brother, and there's this big gang of blokes, Delvey and his brother came around the corner and um, stepped in to help Crocs and wow. they actually they filled in all these blokes not that I'm glori- uh, sort of glorifying violence but they then the best bit of the story is I hope this is true the police are obviously on their way they stacked them up 
They snapped him up. There you go. We put him in a party mouth. <laughs> <laughs> put him in and stacked him up. All I was going to say is Stuart HS has mentioned about their Chiefs Unique Tri Celebration, and we've covered that. So Why'd you mention it then? Well, I didn't. I wanted to mention it to mention him, but you went into. Uh, Can you edit this out? Are you good enough to do that? Jack and Ori. Uh, right, we're, cu- we're, we're coming to the end, Nolsey, but we want to know. Um, when well, actually, gonna... there's, a f- oh. there's a few things we need to cover first. What? One is the um, All Blacks Maori's gesture. Oh, can you, you can see awesome. awesome. how organised we are, can't you? Yeah, that was uh, awesome. Yeah, that was Super awesome. Yeah. That was, it was incredible, wasn't it? And, yeah. Um, that was Absolutely brilliant. love that. Yeah. Um, I've also got down here Viagra story. I don't oh. know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to sign off and you oh. stop talking about Viagra. Yeah. Viagra. Yeah. All right. So I, I think I know, I know where you. I heard this as well. Yeah. The other day. Yeah. So I don't yeah. really talk much about sport or anything, but I think I heard it on the radio. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not then. I might well, be going. I don't know. Don't I, we get across. I hope you haven't heard this on the radio, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Right. Different one. Well, basically, we had a, we had a. About two thousand, wasn't it? Year well, two thousand. Don't say the year because then people will be able to work out who the team doctor was at Sarries. <laughs> but we basically <laughs> had a doctor at Sarries, and we, we wanted to try out. In year two thousand. Nineteen ninety-eight. Oh. <laughs> Between ninety-eight and two thousand and three. Right. Yeah. Um, and we had a doctor at Sarries and Shanks and I were we thought of ourselves as you know reasonably you know sort of promising in terms of chatting up girls and whatever and we weren't <laughs> ever actually that good at it but we were keen weren't we but yeah we basically had like a Saracens player card that we'd take out with us and leave the bus oh god so. yeah Shanks <laughs> we were being on 100 quid a week in the academy before tax two weeks unpaid five grand a year being in Eros nightclub and Shank girls saying to us do you just piss off and leave us alone and Shank used to get his solo card out and wave it and say I got money <laughs> <laughs> I got money on car baby <laughs> never worked oh, you, you, my bag's worth more than your outfit we were standing there yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we had this. We uh, basically Shanks doesn't want to say it. He clearly wants me to say it. Cause he's backing off from his mic. But you started it. You say it. Okay. Well, we were Viagra was fairly new out. We'd heard about it, but no one ever had any. So we asked our doctor if he could get some. So he managed to get us four of these little blue diamonds, and we were gold dust. Yeah. We were like, this is amazing. What are we gonna do? We look at each other. I don't know. We met. We met this bloke called Pat who had a big leather jacket on. In a pub. <laughs> do you remember? We met him in a pub. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. All right. We went to a pub uh, in wherever it was near Sarri's training ground. Yeah. And we met him and we drove home with them in the car and we were like, we was like, boy, you Dave, Tom, yeah. This envelope. White Pat. Oh yeah. Yeah. White Pat. Okay, mate. There we go. So money. Yeah. So neither of us had a girlfriend at the time so we were just sat watching TV and thought should we just take one see what happens <laughs> so, so, so we, we took one and we just we sat, sat sword fighting we, we sat there and, and like 10 minutes went by nothing it's like anything there <laughs> you, you couldn't tell with David you had to actually, you had to actually ask him <laughs> Shanks, was, Shanks was standing naked in the middle of the room that's how we knew so, so then after yeah. half hour still nothing so we took another one, right? Absolutely nothing. Buzzing work. No, nothing. Just, just a heart that was nearly going to burst yeah. out of Pop your, your chest. chest. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we were immune to him. No, but I, after that, I remember we uh, we we ringing. There was nothing to happen. We've been done over. It was only twenty quid. I remember ringing this bloke, and I was saying, I said, I was texting him from the you know sitting in the sitting room, my flat, and I was like, Pat, nothing's been taken, and nothing's happening. We've taken two each now. He said, don't like, take any more. He's like, don't take any more, for God's sake. And what are you doing tonight? I said, well, we're just, 
watching telly, having dinner. It's like, well, yeah, you've got to be around. You've got to be around something you find arousing. All oh, right. So it was about eleven o'clock. It was too late to go out then, so we just went yeah. to bed and had big veins popping out our necks. It was like, it was like can you uh, can you put your trousers down and turn away? <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> That's a joke. Just joking. Oh, for God's sake! Yeah. Something yeah. something must have happened there. So that was yeah. I'll tell you now, nothing. Wow. Absolutely nothing. Just heart rate, increased heart rate. Twen- yeah. Twenty-five yeah. years down the line, or or forty-five, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but more. both bold. Hey, yeah, I know. Come on, you yeah, gotta think about that. It. We did it. Hair fell out. You uh, don't do it. Beautiful, well, glorious hair. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. It kind what, of adds, what, what it adds up. up we started off talking about tattoos and living life, and we've ended up talking with a, a real Viagra moral lesson boldness. for our listeners. Yeah, don't do it. No, well, unless you have to. Then stay clean. Do but if you do need to do it, we know a man. <laughs> so we ask our guest uh, question after every podcast yep. and that is any book that you've read your favourite book <laughs> you don't want to ask me this mate <laughs> why you don't want to ask me this um, the last book I read honestly the last book I properly read no judging here mate no it's probably Biff and Chip you know well probably everyone yeah, that's knows. when you were at school right yeah mate I used to be in English lessons and the teacher would go around the whole class asking everyone to read a page Okay. But would skip me. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Favorite. How does that feel? That <laughs> that's why I'm scarred now. Does that mean you're unlikely to um, sort of be anything like a sort of geography teacher or a professor or? Yeah, definitely not. Like, yeah. You're going to be a fisherman in Cornwall. No, right? definitely not. I ain't got that in me. No. It's too hard. Yeah, it's hard work, isn't it? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know really. I have to think about it. Don't worry it. about it yet, mate. Try and do what you're doing. Do what I do. It's too hard, mate. People right. <laughs> That's fine. We we'll, we'll bypass that. Favorite series, favorite TV series. Oh, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Heard oh, so many good things. Never, about. Never oh, it's yet. brilliant. No, not See, I would love to be in your position now. And that good. Yeah, because then I could watch all of them. Though, yeah. Seven. Seventh right. one now. But then you could watch them all. If it's my line of work, I can do that in a week. Oh, exactly. But I would, I would honestly do it really? because it's brilliant. If it's a bit there's zombies, you know, a bit gory and stuff like yeah, that. Real but life stuff. Yeah, yeah, real yeah, life. True stories. Like living in Bath, mate. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or in Penzance. But. Yeah, yeah, actually, more mm. like Penzance. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. Have you seen The Wire? Nope. Get on it, mate. Yeah, good. Stick with it. Get in and stick with it. Yeah. Blinders. No, I don't watch that. Game of Thrones a bit. Oh, yeah. I I watched, watched it, lost it, watched it again kind of fell out of it but then I'm I'm up to date now and I'm waiting Thrones. for the next one yeah it started off so good because of yeah. nudity yeah it's brilliant it's well, sort of mate, it's not like it's, it's, oh it is mate it's, um, it's sort of Politics, slowly gone out the series human relations mate depth of character that's what it's about history yeah. history <laughs> mm. I'm, reading a, I'm reading a book at the moment <clears throat> Nolsey which if you're going to read a book your first book I'm not going to read a book mate <laughs> okay, you're not going to read a book well Shanks you read yeah I'm reading a book called book the, week, the Narrow Road to the Deep North by James Flanagan you should read it. It is, um, it is it again, mate. So, what? The Narrow Road to the Deep North okay. by James Flanagan. You should read it. What's it, it about? Uh, it's about a guy um, called Dorigo, but he's a he's an Australian prisoner of war and Japan building the railway and all that stuff. But it is uh, it's serious stuff. I got a book that I'm going to read. You've brought a book with you? Yeah. It's called In Cold Blood. It's about a uh, a murder in 1959 a Kansas farmer um, and his wife and kids are all murdered um, it's maybe really good so Jesus Christ also tells you how to dispose of body so quite you guys lost 50% of your listeners right there Jesus yeah. Christ we lost one of our listeners <laughs> yeah I mean, do you notice I was trying to wrap this podcast up about 15 minutes ago 
Shanks, Shanks is hanging on in there. Like, what's your favourite colour? <laughs> yeah. is it, have you got a car book to take you home at eight blue. o'clock or something? And blue. you're blue. There you go. Yeah, of course it is. Um, it's at Tanks. Is it now time to wrap it up? Because Knowles has got a place to go. Anyway. Not time, mate. No, me neither, actually. Yep. Is it time? Yeah, wrap it up. Uh, Nolsey, we've really enjoyed having you. Thanks for being so candid and for turning up and being up for it. Thank good you very you. much. No, no worries at all. It's been really good. Only me and Nolsey have finished our pints, by the way. Flats are still half. Of pint. course, um, I do. So I talk a lot. I talk a lot. Chop it. Chop it. I'll chop it. I'm not going to chop it on air because we then there are kids listening to this. Okay. You know, Fine. but just just you know, at your age a little bit. Um, contact us in different ways. Review us, please, if you've got time. Yeah, must must do reviews on iTunes, please. Well, you don't have to actually. You say must. You don't have to. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's it. That's it. I'm just drinking. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you very much. Cheers. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.